Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amin El Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Black Trey, Big Jerv, producer Sean on the one and twos. Hell of a show lined up. As you can tell from my voice, I just got back from Miami. Miami is where Floyd Mayweather made a shit ton of money to slap some white boy around for a couple of rounds. Uh, we'll get into that because I missed it completely because I was dead for all of Sunday. Uh, we're also going to talk about Prince's birthday. Happy birthday to a legend. Uh, you know, he's got some great stories over the years. I'm trying to figure out why, you know, maybe we weren't huge Prince fans at the time. We're also going to remember the legend Clarence Williams the third Great actor. You might remember him as Samson Simpson from Half-Baked. But first, as I alluded to, uh, I have no voice because I was in Miami for the 24-hour freedom event by the Dan Levitard Show and Metal Arc Media. I signed my deal, by the way. Shout out to that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to recap some of the things that happened, if you missed it, and some of the things that happened behind the scenes that I know you missed. But first, patreon.com slash count the dings. You need it. You want it. Sign up. Get the Overflow Bomb episodes. Get the special edition Cinephobe episodes. We just did Delta Farce for Memorial Day. We got a hell of a one lined up for, for June. Can't tell you yet because I got in trouble last time for spilling the beans. Um, and also our live shows. We do a live Zoom show once every two weeks. 
So if you are a Patreon, you have access to that. If you're not a Patreon, you have access to none of that. So stop wasting time. Sign up. And now, without further ado, let me reminisce about being in Miami. I'm curious because I didn't get a chance to really tap into freedom like that. Um, but it was loved by the, the community, like by everybody. I didn't see not one single negative comment, bro. And y'all brought out everybody. I'm talking about everybody. And that's a that's a rare sign, not not to bring out everybody, but that everybody was fucking with it. I mean, like everybody, I ain't yeah. seen not Everyone's one negative thing. Like everybody tapped in. It was like, I think I was more so out the loop. I kind of knew I've seen some posts, but then I didn't know that it was like a marathon type thing. And how sick it really was is because I don't think I've ever seen nothing like that ever happen before. It was nuts, man. So to get y'all up to speed, Levitard show decided they were going to do a 24 hour show. They just signed this deal with DraftKings. They won the first big event with DraftKings like logo all over it would be a 24 hour show. Starting Friday at noon and then Saturday at noon. And so they, they and I'm talking about wall to wall. We don't take a no breaks. There's a couple of like pre-recorded segments. Like they went to the zoo, they did a little bit man on the street stuff. So they re-recorded those. And so these were like two or three minute breaks in between every couple of hours. But nobody, I mean, we were there. And that was a big thing for me because at the time when I was going. I thought, like, okay, I'm on at this time. I'm on at that time. People, and, you know, people are off at this time. People are going to be going and coming, right? Going back to their hotel room, napping, whatever. No, everybody stayed the entire time. Only time me and Zach left was to do our radio show. We had, we had to go and do our Sirius XM radio show. So I woke up, like, around 7 a.m. on Friday. I hit up Zach because I knew Zach was going to have to come to my room to do the, his radio show that morning because the internet in his room was trash. So I was like, yo, come through. Let's have breakfast. Let's game plan what we're going to do later. Our our Cinephobe shift was going to start at 1 a.m. And we're supposed to interview Adam McKay, who is the uh, the famous movie producer, director. He gave you Talladega Nights. He gave you Step Brothers. He gave you the TV show Succession. The, the movie, The Big Short. This dude is like a heavy hitter, right? But mm-hmm. he's also in on this thing. He's in on, on this uh, Metal Arc Media company that Dan Lebetard started. So he's coming and we're doing one of his movies. And so the other guest was going to be Neil Brennan because Neil Brennan was the director of that movie and that's the only movie he's ever directed. Mm. And then they said, we might try to get some other guests who are in the movie as well. So you got like, Craig Robinson's in the movie. Um, uh, Jeremy Piven is in the movie. Catherine Hahn. Like, if you've watched Anchorman or any of those movies, it's the same, like, five or six faces. Basically. Right. They're all in this movie, right? And they just rotate them, right? right. Well, that, like, we're going to try. It was like the only thing we're yeah. going to see. But yeah. Neil Neil Brennan was, was factual, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, so going back Friday morning, have breakfast with, with Zach. All right, we're going to do this. Uh, you know, Jeremy Pippen, all, obviously, he's got he's kind of like a little toxic right now in Hollywood, but he's also Adam's brother-in-law. So mm. it's like, do we bring it up? Do we not bring it up? We start talking to all this shit. Does Adam know we're going to shit on the movie? Like, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach does his radio show. I decide to go walk to go get this little splitter thing for when I do my radio show later with him. Come back. I'm drenched in sweat. I'm like, well, I got to take a shower. I shower. By the time I'm done showering, he's done with the radio show. I'm like, let's head over. It's now noon. We get to the Clevelander. By the way, while I was kind of doing all this, I was pre-gaming. Okay. <laughs> right? What was the drink so, of choice? Rum. You know, okay. Pirate, okay. Miami. I'm drinking rum, right? Okay. So I uh, spiced rum. Bacardi Spice, if you right. so Bacardi's yeah. listening. Yo, I, Bacardi, send us, send us that pack. Yeah. So we walk in, and I tell as we're walking in, I tell Zach, we should walk in and pretend that we thought Cinephobe is right now to start the show. Mm. Like, just to be funny, we're going to come in and interrupt. 
So like I opened the door and I went to the shipping container where Mike and all them sitting. And I started walking in like uh, Roy Williams, you know that Roy Williams ah, mm -hmm. <laughs> with the bottle of my head. Mm -hmm. and, and Mike literally, I opened the door, Mike said, get out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Immediately, like it wasn't even like, uh, no, it's like, get out. So I went out. They, they sent us to the roof. The roof, they built this fake pirate ship. Okay. On top of the roof with a flag. So y'all looking like so y'all looking like y'all on the, at the Buccaneer Stadium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So we're up on the roof. It's me, Zach, Poppy, uh, Greg Cody, and Juju Gotti. Okay. And Tony and my man Tony. And Juju Gotti's the MC. So they throw it to Juju. Juju's like, hey, da-da-da, we got everybody out here. How's everybody feeling? All right, send it to, and he says the name of this band. <laughs> But it wasn't time for the band to come on. <laughs> so mm -hmm. Dan's like, what are we doing here? Right. So, so that's how it started. So now I'm drinking. I go downstairs, and now we all chilling in the green room, which is, I mean, you could see the studio from the green room. It's not that big of a spot. And so we're drinking. Mm -hmm. We're drinking. And then Dan would just yell out, uh, get a mean in here. And I walk in. It's like, Rasheed Wallace is on. And so I'm drunk. I asked Rasheed Wallace mm -hmm. about the infamous story that I've told on a bossa nova before uh -huh. about how he cussed everybody out <laughs> and i thought he's gonna be like yeah i didn't even like that because flip saunders was a coach so rashid actually starts telling the story in detail and it ended up getting aggregated mm. so so but anyway it's shit like that rashid wallet come in charles Bronco come in and says to dan like i love your mother she's a saint but if i see your daddy i'm gonna fuck him up on site <laughs> tell, tell that <laughs> motherfucker i'm gonna fuck him up on site um and you know, and all the Jamel and Mike Michael Smith came on, and they kind of mm -hmm. redid the six, and it it was just a nice, like you said, everybody was fucking with it, mm -hmm. everything was was all good. In the middle, me and Zach had to leave, and that's when the drama apparently popped off, because Tom Habistro and Kate Fagan was trying to raise money for ALS, mm -hmm. and they said if we raise a certain amount, Tom said I'm gonna eat this hot pepper, and okay. then Kate said if you double it. I'm going to eat this hot pepper. So, of course, they hit the both the marks. And now, like, is Kate going to do it? She's not going to do it. Skipper, who's the president of the company, is like, no, you can't force a woman to do this or that, da, da, da. Uh, they, start, they start arguing. Dan's like, you're not going to tell us what to do. Y'all job is stay over there on that side of the glass. Don't be all up in here. And it was, I mean, this is playing out on air. This isn't a behind the scenes thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just about to ask, should we busting over this or whatever? No, okay. no. I mean, it happened okay. on air, man. It happened, okay. so it's fair so, game. So Kate, basically, while they're arguing, takes the pepper, pops it in. And then Fire. that motherfucker started throwing up. <laughs> her, and I seen, her and Tom threw up. I see. okay, I seen live action and then my man woke up. It ain't no baby. I will say that, bro. We we, oh, probably, man. we, we took some habanero. Me, and, me Zach, um, Mariano. I think you did it, too. Did you? The like a three years ago, bro. And yep, y'all wait, y'all ate a whole pepper, yeah. Carolina yep. Reaper, and that shit hurt, bro. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't do the Reaper, I didn't do the Reaper. That shit hurt, like, it hurt for at least a day, bro. I couldn't consume nothing else, and I just was like, and you know, I don't eat, I wasn't eating like other foods too, so you know, that shit was all coming up, like, it was like. Mm. My mouth burning, my jaws, my the top of my nose, my mustache. You sweating like he said his mustache hurt, bro. That shit was ridiculous, <laughs> bro. Like it, yeah, it, the Scoville on it is like I don't even I don't even think it's like the charts, bro. It's like two million legit. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's crazy. It's one of the dangerousest things ever, bro. Like don't so do like, it. What do people use it on? Like, do people actually cook with that shit? Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I think it's just you know, in certain spices and things of that. I mean, like I yep. said, it serves its purpose, but like it's not really for play. You know what I'm saying? Like not yep. to just consume the whole thing. I think no. they dice it and kind of like you because of the seeds, all that shit. It, yeah. Bro, everything is hot about Ugh. it. It's just Ugh. there to like to flex on people how hot you like your food. It's not. It doesn't add any flavor to your. Didn't food. you brag about hot hot wings, Jer? Yeah, I had uh... like habanero, right? It was not shit. No, it was. Did you? Is, did y'all say ghost pepper? Nah, yeah, it's Carolina Reaper. Carolina no, Reaper no, I, is the highest. The, my, the, the, the what I had was the ghost pepper, and that shit was like ah, I'm. Yeah. Nah, so, I'm so so think about that. 
like doubled or tripled, fam. Maybe good, more, bro. but I'm just saying, like, you're not even gonna try to put that on wings, fam. I do it bro. for a bag. They, they they so they'll what they'll do is they'll <laughs> grind it up and they'll dust like a chicken breast with it. Yeah. Or and that's like just that. still now, not even great. Now, 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 to be fair, Tom brought some hot sauces that were made from Carolina Reaper, and me and Zach put on some pizza. That shit was alright, bro. <laughs> that shit was alright. It was alright. So, are, are you a are, are you a hot? Uh, do you like your food hot? Bro, I love my food hot. I love my food hot. I got some. And hopefully, I mean, obviously they're not gonna send me no free shit. But Jamama sauce, out in LA by uh, the rapper Buddy and his and his uh and his boy Rufio. Uh, yeah, they got yeah, they, they got they got a nice hot sauce going on right now. It costs like eleven bucks a bottle, but like if I can get that shit expedited, I just hate waiting for hot sauce. But they got a hot one that I've been using on everything, bro. Like I had like a jerk sausage, um. Like like McBiscuit, you know what I'm saying? It had cheese on it with the egg. Fam, mm-hmm. I put some of that hot sauce on it. Yo, my G, my G, you just hit the ground running. Like, you not even fucking around with the fuck around. Like, you over here uh-huh. eating all types of shit. Jerv, now, Jerv, Jerv, it's been yeah, six months, bro. Yeah, it's <laughs> wow. No, I mean, no, no, no. I know it's been a I minute. Mean, it's been six. I mean, listen, we in this, we, we've been That's in this. Than than I, mean, bro, it, like, I mean, it, I mean, podcast years is kind of crazy because, like, you know, after a while, you do a year, that shit feel like three. But yeah, Jerry. So it was before New York or after New York? Shouts to Cole. I've been eating uh meats, pause if need be, um, since January twenty eighth of two thousand twenty one. Right. Okay. Why I shouted out Cole because it's his birthday. And I'm almost approaching my six month June twenty eighth. So oh, you gotta do like I've a been, or something, my G. So I've been basically exploring new food. Like Thai's become a new favorite. Um, obviously Caribbean, Mediterranean food. I do not fuck with New York Mexican food. I have listened to everybody. I've hit no. every spot that's possible. No. I'm gonna no, leave no. that to LA. Um, I do not really, really, really bang with New York Chinese. I think they're Thai food here is elite. Oh, no, bro. Bro, I I got some spots I can send you, bro. And this is coming from a person that shits on New York. No, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I heard that I have to go to, like, the hole in the wall, Mm -hmm. like, really greasy. And I haven't. That's the thing. I'm only going to take that recommendation from somebody I truly respect because I'm not going to go to just Harlem and just be just mobbing around my nose wide open trying to get some Chinese food. Just not working like that. But send me to, I'll trust the mean to send me to the right hole in the wall where I can get me some. Because that's the funny thing about it. In LA, we weird, bro. And this is why I know our, our Chinese food is not elite. We fucking use soy sauce for our fucking egg rolls. And out here, y'all got duck sauce. Duck sauce, my guy? What? I had duck So listen. The only reason why I had duck sauce is because the first time when we came out here, um, I had like a vegetable egg roll and I tried the duck sauce and that was 2017. Before that, it was soy sauce, everything. So I was not. I, mean, going I, I use soy. I use roll. soy sauce. But I you use soy, soy sauce. but you're supposed to use soy sauce on like rice or something like that, yeah. but not the egg roll. The duck sauce with the egg roll is amazing. Elite levels, man. Yeah. Yo, you can't, I mean, you ever been to a spot called Wuhop? I have not. Where? I have not. Wuhop. You gotta tell me where I don't be knowing the places' names. Uh, it's on Mott Street. I don't know where the fuck that is. I don't even Mott's know where the Mott is. Okay, Mott's downtown. Hmm. That shit was that that, that 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 was fire, bro. Now, in my defense, I went late night. You know what I'm saying? After after working the fight, you know what I mean. Met up with the homies. Went down there. It was a little lit. So I don't know how good it is. But I thought it was. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, nah, if you if you don't tell me about drunk food, I'm cool. Huh? Trey, no, Trey, go to Chinatown. Right. Of course. I anyone, feel like Chinatown's gonna do their stuff. Anyone in any one of them spots where it's like the more you don't feel like you in America, the better. I okay. could send you to Flushing, but Flushing is some that's deep. First of all, it's deep queens. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you're going I don't know if you want to have some like duck that's been hanging in a window or whatever. 
Yeah. That's I mean that's like next level over there. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. In order to ex- to really enjoy food, I feel like you have to overindulge in culture, and you have yeah. to really tap in where the neighborhood is in rich culture. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just like, oh, I'm just gonna try to go to this, I'm gonna try to get me some Chinese food in Williamsburg. The shit ain't nah. gonna be what it is. You know what I'm nah, saying? Nah. That's not the answer. Yeah, nah. So I definitely because listen, Chinatown is dope as fuck out here. I fuck with Chinatown so much. So so anyway, so back to the a. Carolina Reaper. Yeah, or, yeah. Oh yeah. So they, they, they go through that whole thing. It's a big <laughs> argument. Whatever. I don't know. I wasn't there. Me and Zach walk back in. Now mind you, again, been up since seven a.m. and it's now one a.m. We're supposed to do two hours of the show of Cinephobe. We sit down. We got the movie queued up because we're gonna watch it. We can't play it because of rights issues and before we can hit play they're like yo method man's coming on right now so boom first guest method man okay so we're like shit fuck it let's start interviewing method man and you know he's been on a cinephobe movie before how high so we start asking him about that we asked him about like acting and how he got into acting he said because <laughs> Because it's like because uh, rapping wasn't paying well mm-hmm. enough, so he, he yeah. got active. But my favorite thing he told the story about because we I don't know how we got into it. The idea like, have you ever been paid more than you would have accepted? Hmm. Basically, like you know, you like I would have done it for ten, and they they gave me like twenty five or whatever. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. Uh, they had him do a track on Foxy Brown's first album. Because she's on Def Jam, he's on Def Jam, and they were like, "Yo, can you can you jump on?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "For uh, sure, y'all paying right?" And they're like, "Yeah." Said, "How much are y'all paying?" They said, twenty five. He said, "Cool." He jumped in. He got in the booth. He did the thing. Da da da. When he got done, they handed him a check for twenty five thousand dollars. He thought he was getting twenty five hundred. Oh wow! So the twenty five. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow! He got twenty five k. He was doing it for twenty five hundred. He was like, yeah. oh, "Okay, twenty five, twenty five. He also yeah. has like a crazy story too, didn't he? Used to like clean up at the Statue of Liberty and stuff like that, and um, you know, like know, he really. We didn't oh, because nah, I just I only know about the like the Wu Tang Chronicles and stuff like that. Yeah, telling no, the story our, where he like the, really loved his job. All the backstory shit that we got into was kind of like actually it was weird. It was most of it was the tail end of his his career as a big time rapper and the transition into acting. Mm, right okay so a lot a lot of stories were like about like how high too how did you feel about how high too he's like I'm it's glad a how high too yeah man with little yachty and dc yeah yachty. i don't even want to touch that shout out no, to your little yachty though shout out to him hey i, 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 I asked him well, he said he was happy for those guys he said they're good guys he said i said did they try to get you to do the movie he said oh, did they try to get try to get you and red to do the movie he said they try to get me I said, what happened? He said, I saw the script. <laughs> and then he said, mm. no. And he said, and as soon as they didn't have me. They, they just like, kept going. No, they were just like, there's no point in getting red if meth ain't going to do it also. Right. But. uh, That's but, crazy. You know, he, yeah, that never happened. And I don't, that don't exist in my world. Yeah. But like, he had a lot of good stories. And then Adam McKay jumps on. And Adam McKay's like, Matthew, one of my favorite rappers. And he started like rapping to him his own lyrics and shit. Mm. So now we're like, oh shit, this shit Did is Did he perform the what? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh meth leaves we start talking to mckay for a little bit and then right then neil brennan come on and then for the next like 45 minutes it's like a private facetime call between neil brennan and adam mckay mm. and me and zach are just sitting there so like they're talking about all type of shit some of it ain't funny some of it is quite boring actually mm-hmm. but a lot of it is fucking hilarious these stories about like this one dude kept Telling me we need to do so and so life story and she called me drunk from whatever. So all these funny stories. And because of the way they're zooming, because neither of them had headphones on, you know how Zoom be. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it through the speaker, if you're talking, it mutes out anybody. Everything, else. yeah. Yeah. So me and Zach are trying to like hop in, like to make little comments, but they're not hearing us. So then basically me and Zach start I start making jokes because I'm drunk again. I'm I've been drinking, Zach's drinking now. Like we're making jokes to each other. I'm making jokes to Mike and Roy over here. I mean, them niggas can't hear me, so it's all good. Then uh he starts talking about Barbara Streisand went to the premiere of this movie. Mm. And she said, when I asked her after how it was, she said it was cute. 
And everybody laughed. And I looked at Zach and I said, is that a good thing? And that was the moment. What everybody <laughs> can hear. Oh, that's crazy. Well, look at Neil Brennan cussed my ass out, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. And then, like, so I laughed. I thought it was funny, man. He mm -hmm. cussed me out, you know, because of the joke. That was the one thing that they heard or whatever. Right. But other people who watched it later told me. That he was really hot. Yo, he was hot for real. Oh, okay. I, it, like, they would say, like, yo, that, you know, that motherfucker was hot, basically. He was on some fuck like, that guy shit. And and afterward, his whole his whole demeanor switched up. Mm, okay. And so who was it? So so Juju, because Juju said I listen to his podcast all the time. I can tell because that motherfucker stood up. Because <laughs> he was lying back the whole time. Oh wow. At that moment he stood up <laughs> and then he was walking around after that. He turned into James Earl Jones. My son works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Yo. But, but it was cool. We kept doing it and then they dip, and me and Zach did another half hour, and then Greg Cody came on, and Greg Cody was fucking killing, man. This this nigga called his wife at 4 a.m. to ask her, yo, do we have reservations for dinner tonight? She's so hot. She's like, why are you calling me right now? Right? Uh, then uh, And then, like, the show just kept going, but nobody left. Nobody went to sleep. Hmm. So as the thing wears on, everyone's starting to get delirious. And, and a little kooky or whatever. So we ended like right around noon. And at noon, everyone's like hugging and shit. We popped champagne on the on the roof, on the pirate ship. We dropped the flag, a banner, all this shit. Like, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna go meet up with my friends for brunch. I should go back to my room and shower. Cause remember, I've been up since seven in the morning. Okay. On Friday. It is now 12:30 or 12-ish. On Saturday, I oh my body would help my hate myself or brush my teeth. And by the way, I've been drinking this whole time. Right, champagne so you, bottles. So you out there? Split. So you so you out there looking like Denzel in flight? Boy, the champagne that I popped, I I took it to the head, bro. I like I was like, okay. Split. After that, hey, so you drank rum, champagne, mm -hmm. tequila, tequila, oh, whiskey. Oh, yo, White yo, claw. yo. Your liver was having oh, a body party God. word to Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> so what time did you wake up on Sunday? <laughs> no, watch this. So I'm like, everybody told me, bro, if you go back to your room, you ain't never leaving. So if you're going to meet these people, you got to go right now. So I was like, all right. So I get in an Uber. I go to brunch. Bottomless over there. Ugh. Eat, be merry. Shout out to American Social. Uh, just fucking killed it and then like at some point i was like i got to go man right i'm proud like, of you for for, for, for leaving man I, i'm back in my room around 3 30 put my head to the bed oh. and then from 3 30 p.m saturday to seven in the morning sunday your boy is knocked out that's not even it's it's not good sleep, but it's not crazy because it's it's serial killers that sleep that long on some regular shit. Niggas is going to bed at seven I, and waking I, up I, at seven. <laughs> I I slept for sixteen hours. Y'all saying that's not that bad? Wait, wait, three thirty in the afternoon. Wait, so three p.m. to <laughs> seven a.m. Okay, okay, okay. No, nah, I, I don't day. know. Why, I don't know why I'm, I'm bugging. I, yeah, that's that's. Now, that's some. That, that, no, you no, bro. You, you said it right. That's some. That's some Dexter shit. Like Dexter would, would go to sleep at three thirty. I would. I would. Um. I would have had to go check on you, bro. Make sure you still had like bro, nobody. Post. Nobody checked on me. Actually, no. I, I take that back. People hit me up, but I just didn't hit them back. And right. But was, it was, was cooked. Yeah, man. But like, I like that moment. I showered. I got. Did you lose anything? Home. I lost a shirt, man. I lost a shirt in the studio. I lost the my, shirt you were wearing. The yes, the which the one? Rick the Nana coin. The Rick James Eddie Murphy one. Oh, oh that's ass. Yeah, man. I was, I was, I was. If hot, you're listening, man. please replace. I mean, so, Rick James Eddie Murphy party all the time shirt. Yeah, but that's crazy that you lost that shirt, right? Because clearly, nine times out of ten, someone that was there that you see on the normal most likely has that shirt bro, so like do they do they just wear it one day and just be like oh no i've had this the entire time it's it's wild because i'm like where else could it be you know 
Maybe somebody but, grabbed it and meant to give it to you, and oh, they probably man. have it now. And well, just I, like, I, hey, I grabbed your shirt. I, I scoured that whole studio eight million times. Asked so many. Is it a favorite shirt? Probably mine. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like a sentimental. Oh, yeah. Man. So listen, if y'all out there and y'all see this shirt, please return it to me. Free of me so, shirt. Yeah, man. That was that was all one downside. That was the negative of the the. But everything else, man. Everything else was cool. I said that sounds like content heaven, man. And yeah. Quick and question. I, I, Yo, is is Tom okay? Tom's okay. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, talk, yeah, he's talk, great. Talk, he he I, quote I, retweeted with an update. He was yeah, fine. He's a, okay, he's okay. Kate, the last thing Kate, I saw was Skip Skipper reading the uh, the bedtime story to him, and that was like the last thing I saw. That was pretty fire though. Like, listen, it's content go. Y'all y'all fed the wolves anything they wanted. At that I was like, oh shit, time. it's really Skipper. Like Skipper's yo, really yo, reading this dude yo, the fucking bedtime story. This bedtime is crazy. Story, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, shout out, we fucking shouted out Cinephobe like 8 billion times, man. I hope like, they I pull up. Yeah, so fans, if you're not checking out Cinephobe now, please go and check it out. Let's let's get this thing popping. Yeah, it's one of um, it's one of the best shows on the network. Speaking speaking of Cinephobe really quick, I want to do uh remember Clarence Williams III who passed away. Mm -hmm. He great actor. He got the start, I believe, in Mod Squad. Yep. TV show back in the day in the 60s and 70s and you know been steady working he's he's really a, a like a serious actor uh but from a cinephobe angle he was in two cinephobe movies that we've done he was in reindeer games and then of course uh i guess my guess is for the listeners the most famous role he's ever done was samson simpson and how and uh half bake great movie great movie no. great job Yo, Sam, I got like two. First of all, his role in, in, in having bake was great. He like mom <laughs> when he said shout out bitch. <laughs> that part. And then also uh Tales from the Hood, you'll be deep, yeah. deep in the shit. Yep. That part and Sugar Hill when that nigga was fucking up them noodles. Mm. That nigga was slurping yep. them noodles up, nigga. Yep. Raymond. <laughs> Also, Yo, he was uh, scary as shit. Hood tells from the hood, hoodlum, yeah. hoodlum. and Jer's favorite. Like, is like, how, how do you sleep at? How do you sleep at night? How do you know I sleep at all, Bumpy? That's the fucking killer line right there. He's like, how do you sleep at night? How do you know I sleep at all? And then Jer's favorite. He's the reason why Ray and Claude went to jail for life. That's right. He was one of the car players, right? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a oh, daddy's oh. watch. Oh, it took me a couple minutes to, to, to catch that. I'm sorry. Go ahead and slander, man, so we can block you. I'm just saying, bro. Like, it's a great movie, just, man. I, I just, still don't it's just not a good. It's not a good movie. Like oh. it's just not good. Oh, and by, by the way, is is most iconic role got to be like Prince's Daddy in Purple Rain, right? Prince's Dad in Purple Rain for sure. I forgot about that. Shout out to like that. that. That's I mean, like if we're, if we're gonna pick like the most iconic role he's been in, but I'm, speaking now I gotta, of Prince, it's his yes. birthday. Is it? It's his birthday today. He would have been fifty-seven, but you know we don't keep tabs. We don't keep tabs on on uh, Prince's birthday. You know he stopped keeping count of his age a long time ago. Yo, by the way, uh, one last thing before we move on to Prince. Uh, he also played Bumpy Johnson in American Gangster at the beginning of American Gangster. Mm -hmm. he, Frank Lucas's uh, mentor or whatever. But uh, Prince, are we gonna do? I, I was not prepared for Prince talk right now, to be honest with you. I mean, just we could talk about a favorite song. We don't have to go too crazy. I just wanted to shout out a legend. I feel I, I'm gonna be real, man. I feel like when it comes to Prince, I'm real basic. I, I don't That's have fair. Like a, I don't I, like. Well, you know, I don't want. I want to be like. I want to be like the cool kids, like oh, and the B side of this shit and that shit. Nah, I really nah. I mean, I, I banged with him, but again, I respect the artistry. Um. A lot of shit, I just was too young. And, like, I come around and I play it if I'm on some fly shit, just trying to make it, you know, trying to make it seem like I just got my, my isms up. But, like, yeah. you know, I was more relatable to Mike, Mike Jack, because. Yeah, that's that's me. That's me. I'm like, I, I'm just I'm just a dancing-ass little kid. And then, you know, Prince had that that player shit. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to him. You know, he was able to, you know, wear the boots and be able to jump off high shit and play yep. the motherfucking guitar sexy and, honestly and like I, as as a as a young boy i you know I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sugarcoat it man 
I was thrown off. Where you look, man? It's I'm a like, little. It was, like, it was a little different. It was a little different I mean, for, like, for you to consume as a as as yeah. a as a teenage or preteen boy, or yeah. even younger than that. Because again, that those R and B singers in general, and you know, musicians during that time of seventies and eighties, the 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 wardrobe was just not accessible. You're not going to school dressed like Prince, my nigga. Right. I don't right, give a fuck. No. You're not dressed like the Isley Brothers, my nigga. Even though they were not all. But, bad but, and tough, know, and able to beat somebody ass dressed like that. But the but, principality but Trey, is like, but Trey, it wasn't even that you weren't gonna be dressed like that. It's like I don't want to dress like that. Michael Jackson was wearing some military shit and the one glove. Like, yeah, that shit look cool, bro. This shit got my yeah. shirt open and like, oh, like, I'm like, that don't look cool to me. My nigga so had, my nigga I, had the like V neck that go down to the top of his abs. <laughs> <laughs> Mike was a sick nigga with the. Mike had me wearing some motherfucking payless. I remember begging my grandma for some payless church shoes, bro, and wearing them with some tube socks. White socks with some white socks. White socks, <laughs> my nigga. And moonwalker. Yeah, your feet was tight as shit in the. Listen, in the, uh, listen. I'm wearing a motherfucking socks. 5.5 and 5.5 Y, and I watched Moonwalker to the fucking tape pop, bro. And I was in there just doing all the little shit. And every birthday, my grandma used to make us do the Soul Train line, fam. And the only shit I really low-key was fire at was the Running Man. Nah, I used to be doing the Running Man. And then I do the, what's the shit? You know, the... Yeah. Where you, you know that shit because I had the I had the Gumby joint for a little bit. They right, let right. me rock out. They let me rock out with the Gumby in 89, 90. Um, and then I seen Michael Jordan and asked for the ball fade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, all that dancing shit went out the window. Like, hey, nah, nah, nigga, we got a hoop. Mike danced. <laughs> I, my nigga, they got that bullshit ass video out. Yeah, Mike danced, like bro. doing this shit. Whatever, him and Charles Oakley yeah. and them niggas, man. But yeah, nah, shout out to Prince, man. A legend. No, Charlie, Charlie Murphy always had to. Hey, my nothing shit is. Compares to you, bro. That, you know, and niggas a fight all day over Mike and Prince, bro. I, I think they both was great at what they did. That nigga was the shade master. As I, as older as I get, right. I appreciate him even more. Cause oh, way more, way yeah. more. Like now, it's like I wish. But, like, I don't know, man. It was just kind of one of those things. I don't know if I, I was ever going to be ready to understand that. So I kind of wish, like, if you're a kid now or like a young person now, you weren't really around for either their heyday, I feel like you have a better chance of, like, listening to the music and be like, yeah, I like this. I like that. As opposed to me, like, I, I'm at this point, I'm like, I'm super-duper Michael jackson up. I can't even switch if I wanted to. But I do appreciate, Trey, like you said, the shade. This motherfucker, like that motherfucker, was like a real. He was a real nigga. That's the thing about Prince. Out of all that stuff, all that weird stuff, he was way more of a real ass nigga yeah. than Michael Jackson was, right? Um, I told the story about. I told y'all the story about uh, the '96 Finals. He's like during the '96 Finals, Prince was on tour, like stadium. Oh, he tour. was and he was watching it while he was playing. This motherfucker had two TVs. Stage left, stage right, rolled up, and like literally, he playing. And you know how sometimes they'll go and they'll play left side of the building. Oh, go crazy! Boomer would do this shit just so he could watch the game right here. Like what the Bulls doing over here? And then he turned and walked over to the other side, right side of the building. Oh, and the same thing. He started watching. Yeah, and he had to. He had the screens. Yo, it's it's fucking insane how much this dude love hoop. Uh, the the other story is uh, a, a buddy of mine is rep by this agent. His agent was like lived in minnesota in the 80s mm -hmm. and and they said like they had this pickup game they used to go and play in every sunday it's one of them pickup games where it's like the same like 12 to 15 people show up sometimes some people don't show up sometimes but it's always the same cast of characters right and like nobody really knows anything about anybody outside of this pickup game like they know mm -hmm. their names and shit but you know like all right man see you next week and then one of them was just don't don't talk until next week. So they said there's one dude who used to talk so much shit. His nigga name was Raj. Raj is out here take, like hooping and talking mad shit the whole fucking time. So go like three or four weeks go by. Raj don't show up. They're like, yo, where Raj at, man? I ain't seen him like playing a while. Said, so, oh yeah, he's on tour with his band. Like Raj is in a band. And then like they said, the next year Purple Rain came out. And Rogers was Prince, Prince Roger Nelson. Oh shit! So like when the Eddie Mur when the Charlie Murphy story came out, 
like one of the first people to confirm that shit was real was was my boy because he told me this dude, his his boy told him like yeah mm-hmm. it's absolutely true he's yeah. absolutely nice like that I saw Charlie Murphy uh, live in when he he did like a little comedy stand up for a bit and he was telling more stories he was like the nigga was like Steph Curry basically. <laughs> no, nah, I heard he can shoot like crazy. That's the, like that was crazy. The hey, was wasn't he at the 2016 finals? He pulled up. Then yes, Golden State. Yeah, he okay. I knew I wasn't was. bugging because yeah. that shit was first of all that that game that game uh that was game seven on Father's Day. Was it game? Yeah, it was game seven on Father's Day in 2016 at the, the that was when LeBron got the block on Iguodala. Yeah. But niggas was walking through the building. And I remember the nigga had a bad one. And niggas was like, yo, that's Prince. And that's when the nigga had to throw with them glasses, them crazy yep, motherfucking yep. glasses. And I looked, but he was so short, nigga. The chick was with him was like six feet, nigga. Yep. So I'm like, damn, I can't get a glimpse of him. But like, you know, overall, they like, yo, he really love hoop. And that's when I really kind of start like believing all that Charlie Murphy shit. I'm like, okay. He really be locked in. They say, oh, yeah, he be, you know, he really. And then Rex Chapman obviously told us the story about him coming to the game, they gave him tickets and he was like, Oh, hang out with us. And uh he took him to the he took him, they was in the uh they was in the limo. He took him to the mm-hmm. club. He said, you know, basically he ended up disappearing. He ain't seen him after that. I forgot who what other teammate they was with this when he was playing with Charlotte. But like, yeah, he loved hoop. They talked about hoop the whole yep. ride. And yep. he just ended up just mystically disappearing. Yo, but my favorite thing is like the the other shit that's true is that the whole this shit bores me <laughs> that's, oh that's what that nigga was man I, oh man i saw an eddie murphy interview he said he didn't make pancakes he made waffles like there was like the details that were wrong about the story were like so small and inconsequential mm-hmm. that it was like yeah but like you know that shit happened yeah the niggas really didn't change oh no he said they said charlie and them didn't like i like the they didn't they either didn't change clothes or they bought their own clothes. Mm. It wasn't like Prince had like clothes laying for them around. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Just had them all dressed up and shit. Yeah, but but Prince and his boys really were dressed like from the club with blouses and shit. Like that shit happened. My nigga, a nigga getting light on you in a fucking Bram Stoker <laughs> fucking vampire interview with the vampire type yeah. of blouse nigga. I'm never hooping again. You get light on me like yeah. that. Yeah, man. You give me 40 in the in that blouse, nigga. I'm never touching the basketball again. Straight up. They, these niggas running plays and shit. Computer blue. Computer blue is amazing, <laughs> my nigga. Darling, darling picky. <laughs> that storytelling is so good, bro. Like, for real. Shout out to Charlie Murphy, man. Shout out to Prince. Rest in peace uh, to two legends. The last thing we got on the docket for today was the Mayweather... Logan Paul fight that I have no idea what happened because I was like in a body bag for pretty much uh, all of Sunday. So I have no problem with this. I've seen a lot of people like, oh, what happened? I I don't know what happened. Like, I don't okay, know. So, the, to be one so first of all, the undercard, Chad Johnson fault. He got put on his ass. No um, way. Not, he did. Yo, but, no, but, don't, don't, but not like that, though. Like, he looked, he did okay. For did he hit, did he hit, did he, did he hit the canvas? I mean, bro, I'm just comparing did it to he hit the Robinson. canvas. I'm comparing to Nate Robinson, dog. I'm, no just asking, I'm, just a, I'm just asking, did he hit the canvas? He did, but he got literally right back up. Don't, listen, and, don't and get in the don't, stand up like, like the black power. No, I, I'm not I'm not saying that he got, you know, he was out of it, but he basically got knocked down. So that that's an L. Um, but they didn't do winners and losers, you know what I'm saying? In that situation. Yes, fought, and that was it. Yeah, it's four rounds. Shouts to him. He's fast as shit, though. I think Chad's, Chad's like probably 41 or something. That nigga's fast as fuck, yeah, bro. Yeah. I think That's the reason crazy. they didn't do winners is because like, oh, it was all they, in the contracts. It's all in the contracts yeah, like that. Well, they, if they I think legally, right? If they score the fight, they they would have to technically be able to be bet on, I think, is how that works too. I think. I I, I have no idea. I know I know Floyd was not taking no risk with that shit. But um he not, oh yeah, go ahead. My fault. Fast fast forward to the fight. Um Jake Paul, I mean, like, you know, to be honest, he landed some punches. But if you look at the card, it looked like he ain't land nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? Because Floyd is obviously an entertainer and he does what he does. And 
you kind of kind of like if you're not a, a fucking you know boxing enthusiast and you don't really love that shit and you only come for knockouts it, his fights are normally boring because he's such yeah. a defensive fighter now at, fighter, at his yeah. age so like you're just watching the beauty of him dodging punches he's right. really kind of like how that mike tyson doc where motherfuckers pulled up to vegas just to watch him work out that's right. how that shit looked like but there was a video that came out today where he actually caught Paul, and he held him up. Rocked him. He hit Rocked him, him, and he caught him and held him up like as if he was hugging, and he gave him like a chance to he like, oh, like, like it's almost yeah. as if he's telling him like, "Yo, swing at me until you get your feet back," because he looked right. like he done caught him. Like but, you, you could tell, you could tell super duper early in that John that like, even though you knew auto automatically going in, like there, there was no, there was no worry. There was no nothing. Like Floyd literally would just stand there, put his put his guard up, mm-hmm. and then uh it's Logan. Yeah, Logan would just swing. Swing, 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 swing. And then he'd get tired. Was it Logan or Jake? Just, Doesn't whichever, matter. It was one, or, one of the Paul. That nigga got 20 M's. I know yeah, that. And, and Floyd would just boop boop. And then, like, you know what I mean? And then it would, he would just stand there with his guard up. He would miss him a lot of times or whatever. The uh the one thing that I say that I took from it is. One Floyd's old as shit. 44. Right. Yeah, like he's old, right? Like, god damn, I'm almost 44. But he's old as shit, right? I mean, it, we'll 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 change a jerve to boxing years. 44 in boxing years is 78 years old. That's yeah, that's a lot. But he he's has still fucking quick. He's quick, but he but like I like so I've I I've I'm not like a, a super duper uh you know, fan of the sweet science, but I watch it, right? Like, I don't know all the shit to it, but, you know, I know enough that I can tell you if somebody's nice, somebody's trash, whatever. And, I, you know, I've seen Floyd get less and less and less, but the drop-off that I saw in him from this fight from whoever it was that he fought last, I guess it was McGregor or whatever, mm-hmm. like the actual real fight, you know what I'm saying? Like, the drop-off was was tremendous. Um, he, You can obviously tell he didn't really train, but he didn't need to train, right? Like, I mean, that nigga dude, went to Istanbul and got that hair done. That's why he couldn't sweat for six weeks. Hey, bro, that shit look. Hey, it look perfect. listen, it looked. I, I might go. I might shit. go. I, I, that I nigga saw that shit, shit was, was cool. Like, he can't sweat for six weeks, and he got that shit done. Now he got a I beard and hair. Would y'all clown me? Would y'all no, clown me if I went to uh, Istanbul and got a hairline? Self care, bro. I, bro I, I would ask you for a referral. <laughs> yeah, niggas ain't doing all that. Um, but overall, like, I, it was entertainment. It was entertainment. People, you know, tapped in. Obviously, you know, the wrong. Sometimes fans look at it like, oh, they just want to see, you know, one of the Paul brothers get hurt. But like, that's not the case. And then also, you have the purists that saying, oh, this is made of a mockery, and why would he do such? And you know, uh, boxing is this and that. It's like it's no, it's entertainment. That's all it is. Let me ask y'all a question. Do you think there's anything in the contract that tells Floyd you can't fuck this nigga up too hard? He did. He legit knocked him out. Like, he knocked I know, him out. But I'm, uh, but I'm talking about Jerv, like, because it's my belief that if Floyd Mayweather wanted to knock this nigga out in round one. He could have did it. For sure. In round one. For, oh, sure. for sure. For sure. I don't give a fuck who you've been sparring with. I don't care how little Mayweather. That nigga is. Floyd was in there looking oh, like little Mac. Punch out. Pro fucking I, fighter, man. I think pro power. Knew never, Floyd knew how much, how much, Floyd knew how much the difference, which I don't understand how it would be, but the difference in the fight being him getting more bread probably if it goes the distance as opposed to right. if he, well, it was you know, it was a full, it was a full commitment. It had to be a full commitment to making it to a round. Oh, okay, and that's why that nigga held him up. But like, yeah, it was it was times where he got caught on the back foot. He was open, and he you know niggas that really do it could could spot with, that with a tap with a tap could spot yeah. that. Like me, you, I don't give a fuck what type of street record we got. We getting that motherfucker. We going to bed. So off one little wrong. That's why I was looking at Ocho Cinco like, bruh. It's cool. I, I mean, like, I, I appreciate you doing it and lasting four rounds, but so nah. he got a mil. No, yeah, he, yeah, he got a, yeah, he got an M. He got an M for his for four I rounds. Mean, a mil, a mil, a mil to knock something off your bucket list. That's pretty fucking dope. But, yeah, and he, he, and he, call, he called making, out McGregor next. <laughs> make, make making a mil is my bucket list. Good job. Yeah. Hey man. Facts. Yes. 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 Shit, man. 
Damn. Do we want more of these kinds of fights, by the way? Did no did they have no did they do no, no I don't want any more. Hold on. They, they didn't had, do the, the shit with the with the music and like the it wasn't I think the Migos like, I think the Migos performed, but they should they had Deezus and Mero um do the you know the yo that was actually the dopest that was actually pretty dope to me. I I mean it, if you fool with them, you liked it and I, I, I like their banter, I like their you know, I mean the whole they did the play by play. Yeah, they did the play by play. They I'm did the play about- by play for the not for the exhibition fights, and then they interviewed Floyd uh pre fight. After Al Bernstein said there ain't gonna be no fucking, he ain't doing a Floyd ain't doing pregame for, uh, interviews and then look, I'm, all, I'm all for them getting the bag, bro, straight up. But I still prefer you Snoop because Snoop was just, oh, just but, yeah, hilarious, bro. I say this, I would, I would have wanted them. Do you feel like it'd been overkill for them to be with Snoop? Would that have been overkill for you? To do what? I feel like, like for, yeah, I would yeah, have to be yeah, the, the, yeah. the team. Okay, Jerv, I, I would say this because you need someone that you knows need to, like in order for, for people for for shit like that to, for them to shine. You not even know what to talk about someone who's just gonna be normal, gonna be like serious, right? So that you get okay. the contrast of like you can't have all ketchup, man. You gotta have some French fry in there so the ketchup pop off the way it should. And so, also, you know, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying also speaking of Snoop, Snoop has become the executive creative and strategic consultant at Def Jam. Oh, shout out to so he That's might true. be opening up some Def Jam West shit, you know. Yeah, that we've heard rumors for years, for yeah. decades of Def Jam West. Bad boy West, all the West. I feel like we've right. done this before. Yes, we have. It doesn't okay. work out. But shout out to Snoop because I I fuck with him and I think he's He's a great person. So, all right, that's going to do it for us here. Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. Remember, count the dings. Patreon. Remember, it's patreon.com slash count the dings. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're getting those, uh, those overflow episodes, those special edition cinephobes, those live show invites. You want all of those. You need all of those. Make sure you are a Patreon. Thank you to Big Jerb, Black Trade, to producer Sean on the one and twos. We'll holler at y'all next week. Stay black, motherfuckers.